0: If you're looking for a happy place, you have found it. This is Live Happy Now. Hello, I'm J.R. Houston. I am the host of Live Happy Now, the podcast dedicated to bringing you closer to your true happiness through real positive psychology, real scientific information, and a lot of fun as well. Very excited to have you along for yet another edition of this program and very excited to have along our partners, which, of course, are Live Happy Magazine, a new issue coming out soon, the latest issue on stands now. Very excited about that. And, of course, our partner, Life Reimagine. Their website, lifereimagine.org slash happy, contains all kinds of things for you, processes you can go through to help you reach your peak happiness, some resources to help you think maybe in a little bit of a different way that might help you reach your peak happiness. They say as you awaken to the power of happiness, so do your dreams. So what's next? Well, find out at lifereimagined.org slash happy. Very excited about this program today. David Smith is going to be joining Deborah and I. He serves as the executive producer and director on the highly anticipated landmark series with Oprah Winfrey called Belief. Now, throughout his career, he's earned Emmy nominations, working with National Geographic, PBS, Discovery, History, Showtime, BBC, and so much more. And uh, Deborah, you and I are going to talk with him about this upcoming series, which is a groundbreaking television event narrated by Oprah On The Own Network starting on September 18th and going for seven consecutive nights. It will explore humankind's ongoing search to connect with something greater than ourselves.
1: Thank you David for joining us today I'm so excited to hear about this program Um, So tell us a little bit about this project called Belief.
2: Belief was and is one of the most ambitious things I ever got to be a part of uh, from a filmmaking and a personal Level as well. Uh, we got this opportunity with Oprah to take on probably the biggest subject um, in humankind, which you know sounds grandiose, but uh, in fact, it really is that universal. And and you know, we wanted to be able to portray the universality of uh, people engaged with their beliefs, not necessarily. Uh, tied to a specific faith, um, though we certainly do touch on faith in this series, um, but, but really to show this common quest of, uh, trying to find meaning in our lives, trying to find a purpose, trying to find, uh, a connection, trying to find a sense of where we come from and where we're going. And, and, you know, we started out with, Really nothing less than than those giant questions in our in our mind. And then we had to uh, figure out how are we going to tell these stories?
1: So, uh, you know, happiness, uh, one of the th- one of the tenets to happiness, and of course, live happy now is a podcast devoted to helping people find ways to live happier lives and find more meaning in their lives. One of the tenets to happiness is spirituality and belief. So we you know, we spend a lot of time dancing around that um, spirituality versus religious, um, specific religious nature. What did you find in the creation of of, of this series that you know? Because you just mentioned before that it isn't really religious. So, how did you define spirituality or belief at, before you started creating this?
2: We also had a lot of discussions. Continue, in fact, to have dis- discussions about. Where belief and faith and spirituality uh, overlap or are different. Um, You know, it, it became clear, certainly through making this series and even researching it, that we all have some set of beliefs that we turn to when we want to come together as groups, uh, when we want to work through something, whether it's, it's painful or, or personal, when we want to give a focus uh, to a journey uh, or, or even create a structure to our lives. And I think, I think for me, um, where, where I found the faith in the, the more traditional sense um, uh, differing than just the idea of beliefs faith and religions give a very defined structure to uh, how you practice there are events there are rituals there are sabbaths and and sundays and uh holidays that you have specific tasks or in the case of islam five times a day you you bow to mecca uh Jews gather every Friday night. Christians in church on Sunday. Buddhists have rituals every day. Belief, separated from that idea of uh, being tied to a specific structure of a religion, still animates a kind of, I think, a practice in all our lives. And, and practicing what you believe and. Certainly, the, the, the traditional religion gives a very structured version of how to practice. But I think I think we all find ways to practice uh, in in ways that are consistent with what we believe. So, if, if we believe that you know being with your family a lot is important, you create structures in your own life that make sure you're with your family. If you believe that getting outdoors and and you know engaging with nature is is sort of a core tenant of your personal happiness you'll create a, a sort of a practice that goes around that so we looked at i think belief as as an animating force for all kinds of practices whether they were religious or not and of course that's very good for television as well belief as a subject uh, faith spirituality has a kind of intangible invisible quality to it and that's very difficult when you're trying to make a television show.
0: You, you mentioned that this was a very ambitious project. And as I think about the the process that goes into uh, putting together a program and you're, you're dealing with faith and religion and spirituality and, and belief, I mean, how do you even begin to approach a topic that is not only that uh, broad, but is also something that people are very sensitive about when it comes to their beliefs being discussed? Absolutely. It's controversial. It's divisive. And we, we made some choices very
2: early on. First of all, we we knew that we weren't going to do a survey of, of all religion uh, and faith and spiritualities on, on Earth. Um, and we also knew we weren't going to turn to experts and uh, uh, academics and philosophers and, and even priests or, or people who our holy figures within a, within a religion, we were going to tell very personal stories. And by doing that, I think it, it helped us get at what we really, and when I say we, I mean Oprah, as well as, as all of us as filmmakers, um, we're all on the same mission with this, really, to show, first, the best of belief, not the part that divides us, but the part that unites us, the part that goes beyond the kind of divisive histories and certainly the headlines today uh, all over the world that that you can point to and say, well, religion, faith, even spirituality is, is something that divides us into different groups uh, with different approaches to life. But if you go maybe it's deeper, maybe it's beyond, maybe it's above all the things that divide us, you find that we do have a kind of uniform uh, goal with, with our beliefs, and that is to provide purpose and meaning in our lives. To uh, turn to our beliefs when, when we need them, to uh, give ourselves a sense of a higher purpose, in life mm-hmm. that this maybe isn't all there is maybe there's something more than your waking up going to bed live die and so on and and i think that was really where we started to realize that we could tell these stories through individual people very personal again sometimes very epic backdrops like mecca or kumela the largest Uh, gathering of people on on earth (laughs) right um for for a single purpose but by telling personal stories you could connect and through the reflection of other people grappling with the question of what do they believe and how will they live by the 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 tenets that try to make them the best version of themselves. We we hope audiences. We hope audiences will will reflect on themselves and say what what do I believe and and how do I practice my beliefs and how important are they in my life uh, and so but we had to create some criteria and ways that we could begin to get a handle on it.
1: Obviously, telling these tales through television. Um, you had to approach the series with a visual uh, a visual idea, a creative visual idea. What, what, what were some of the ways that you decided to approach the series visually?
2: We knew we wanted to give people the most incredible experience uh, of the rich tapestry of beliefs and the practice of beliefs around the world. So, you know, being a visual medium, uh, we approached it partially through uh, a series of thinking about what would be great backdrops for, you know, these, these stories and religions. What were the giant festivals like Kumela or the great, uh, important and beautiful practices like going to Mecca or taking the pilgrimage of the uh, Way of St. James? or even very personal and and small practices, such as a a bar mitzvah boy or um, two people getting married uh, uh, in accordance with their faith, we knew we were going to deal with a a difficult visual challenge of portraying the inner life of somebody's spirituality. But again, we, we... wanted to approach it through how they practice it in an in an outward way and ideally and hopefully against a grand and epic backdrop that gave people a chance to see belief in action all over the world. So we went from Australia to Vanuatu, China, India, Israel, Europe, Mexico, uh, Peru, America at various places um, it, this, this sense that it's all happening at once on our Earth, we're all engaged in this, uh, was both consistent with how we wanted to approach the idea of belief, but also visually an in, in incredible opportunity to uh, connect the dots, um, to engage people in looking into worlds and practices that maybe they didn't know anything about, um, and to connect with people uh, who are on their own journey of belief. So visually, we, we had a number of you know, techniques and cameras and special gear. We, you know, we, we certainly used every tool available in television and cinema today, from helicopters to uh, drones and time-lapses and super speed, slow motion, uh, macro lenses, everything we could get our hands on, we used in order to create a richer experience for the viewer and allow them to uh, meditate on the imagery as much as the story. And that was very important to us as well. But ultimately, the trick was to try and create this double vision of the epic and the intimate. Very cool. Personal story. Yeah. Personal story told against these grand backdrops happening all over the earth at the same time. And that was that was kind of our visual
0: goal. That's very interesting, I know you don't want to give away a whole lot before uh, these episodes air and and we want people to certainly check out these episodes as we talk with uh, David Smith, the producer and director of Belief coming to the own network, uh, but you've mentioned a couple of times that that you're hoping that by sharing these. Uh, stories of people that people will uh, That viewers will take the opportunity To sort of examine uh, What their own beliefs are and how they're going to uh, Go forward with that Were there any stories that we can maybe look Forward to seeing on an episode That uh, That that caused you to do this That caused you to sort of look at your Belief system and evaluate how you go forward
2: uh, Absolutely I would say all of them <laughs> <laughs> um. I think one of the one of the approaches we also took for this series was to divide the episodes into uh, themes, themes that are again very universal, things that uh, we all en- are engaged in, whether it's um, seeking happiness or love, uh, uh, suffering, and how we deal with with that, um, asking questions, and looking for some kind of sense of a higher purpose. And, and the themes really help unify all the stories within an hour. Um, and I think, you know, a great example of how we use the visual medium and the stories to talk about a theme, you know, the final hour is really about how the end of our life informs our sense of sacredness about life itself, and we filmed with uh, the world's greatest free climber, his name is Alex Honnold, Mm -hmm. and we watch him scale a thousand-foot spire in Moab Desert in Utah with no ropes. As Alex climbs this spire, he philosophizes on the meaning of life and death and how what he believes uh, is is right in front of him. The moment, the touch and feel of the rock, the sound of his own breath, those are the only things that he truly believes in. And so you get this incredible experience of thinking about life and death, but visually you're on the edge of your seat holding on, you don't know what's going to happen i I've watched it a hundred times, and I hold my breath through the entire piece, which is about three minutes long, so that's hard nice. to hold your breath um, my my very personal more related to uh, the religious background that I grew up in, which is Jewish, and I was not a particularly practicing jew uh, as all through most of my life, I went to my grandmother's on Friday nights, I was bar mitzvahed, and then I sort of wandered off like many of us do, and it was filming with a young bar mitzvah boy who was so dedicated to learning not just the words that he had to speak, but the meaning behind this ritual and practice of bar mitzvah. It was a young boy named Mendel Horowitz who lived in Budapest and was getting bar mitzvah in a small synagogue that had survived barely through in Hungary and Budapest. The Holocaust was particularly severe. And so it was a story of rebirth, but also a story of traditions being passed on from father to son, a young man learning the importance and also the meaning of his traditions. And it re-engaged me to think about the value of being a passageway for tradition and belief and things that have come for thousands of years through my ancestors, up through me, and now I have some responsibility in at least offering some of this to my children, uh, and and let them decide what they'll do with it. But I suddenly became very aware of of how much we are in a lineage of belief, and and what you choose to do with that, of course, is going to reflect on your sort of deeper core values and, and beliefs. And so that conversation that I found myself having with myself is when I expect many people will have as well when they watch the series. I came back and we started doing Friday night dinners again with my mother so my children are now having the experience that I had growing up, and it's something to look forward to in our life every week that has has been very important and very positive.
1: Thank you, David. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching this television event. Um, for our listeners, it starts on October 18th on the OWN Network at 8 p.m. It's going to be seven nights consecutively. And I really love something that uh, that is written here about this show. It's uh, Journeying Belief is... Journeying to the far reaches of the world and inside places cameras have rarely been, the real stars of this special are the seven billion people here on earth whose ability to believe in things they cannot see, touch, or smell provides comfort, healing, and a sense of purpose. It sounds like a fascinating TV show. I'm really uh, looking forward to seeing it. Um, it's narrated by Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. and I think, I hope all of our listeners tune in and start some great conversations, because we all know that uh, faith and belief are core tenets to living happier lives so exploring that is something that's really exciting to me thank you very much David for being on our show
0: yeah we really appreciate it and uh, if you're listening right now you want some more information not only on the program coming up but on the entire project you can go and get free sketch note of our episode here at livehappy.com slash belief fantastic conversation a fantastic event coming up again on the own network october 18th and uh, please watch the episode and let us know what you think about it you can find us on twitter at live happy you can find us on facebook.com slash live happy or send us an email podcast at live for david shadrick smith deborah heiss i'm jr houston saying so long and remember to always live happy